Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. So it's just me today. <laughs> um, I know the last two episodes I brought people onto the podcast, and I hope you've been enjoying listening to them as much as I have making them. Um, I have a few more people upcoming that I've asked to join my podcast episode, and I'm really excited to record those sometime soon. Um, to kind of sum up what's been going on in my life recently, I'm like talking right now, but I can literally not hear myself talking. I just went to a concert at the Westcott Theater in Syracuse, and I don't know what, I feel like every concert is like always you walk out and like you feel like you can't really hear, but it's been like a good 30 minutes <laughs> And I still just like, I can't even hear myself talk right now. My ears are ringing. But I wanted to talk about the concert a little bit because I thought, um, I don't know, I was just like standing there and I was like, you know what, I want to talk about some of my podcasts and I'm not really sure how to go about it yet. Like I don't have anything written down, but this is what I want to explain about the concert. So I'm not sure the exact genre of the music, but basically, and I'm sure like people have heard of it or seen it where it's one person up on the stage, but he like, the instruments are all kind of like, it's like, it's like very tech technological. So why I thought this would be interesting to talk about is because he makes all of the music from scratch using like kind of the the keyboards he had like um it wasn't like a real drum set but it was like something that when he pressed it like it made different kind of sounds based on how he adjusted it so um I thought it was just a little ironic about how life is in general for us so he like starts the song with no sounds and then slowly like he kind of builds up the music and then I thought the thing that was really cool was he looped some sounds and he looped some things that he was singing and I was like that is really interesting it's literally just like life we start with nothing and then we kind of go through life sometimes we get stuck in those loops where we do the same thing over and over again but imagine if he played that same thing over and over and over again for like 10 years of his life I think it's kind of like, and I talked about in my last episodes, having routines versus not having routines. But I think, I think the that loop is a little bit different for, from routines. But if you were to compare it to like doing the same routine over and over and over again in your life, like you need change, you get tired of that same sound. Um, so I think once he ends that loop and kind of goes to a new loop, I think it's literally just like life. You're kind of, there's some things, he repeated some things he didn't. Um, and I think it was like the the sounds that I really liked were the ones that were repeated. So it's like the same thing with like how we act and how we behave, like to repeat, like it's good to repeat those positive things um, and also just like continue to make make new ones, make new improvements. And yeah, by the end of the song it was really cool. He, like I said, went from like one or two beats to like all of them mixed together. And it was just beautiful. It was really cool to listen to and just watch him do it. Um, I think music is always so much better live, but like actually watching him make this music, I think was so cool. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that. Um, but another these are kind of like all scattered topics that I've had written down for a little bit that I wanted to talk about that I thought would be cool um the reason why I was interested in this concert so his name is 
Elderbrook. So go look him up. And I think he has some really cool songs. I think his most popular song is called Inner Light. And I thought, I forgot like the exact lyrics, but I liked the name. And there was definitely, he, he was kind of like referencing listening to yourself, I think. Um, so the one thing that I was like, while I was sitting there that I had actually written down for this episode, but, um, ironically was (laughs) like, I wasn't planning on recording today, but in the back of my mind, this is kind of what I was thinking, um, about while I was at the concert is attaching to the moment. And I talk a lot about how it's important not to attach to other people, um, and I, and I don't know, I don't think attachments always need to be seen as a negative thing. I do, like I notice I have a lot of attachments to things that I don't like that I have attachments to. But I think if you start to shift that perception to that it's a negative thing and instead of like, um, like, yeah, you're not going to see, like, I don't think attaching to the moment is a bad thing because to me that just means like, you're being fully, you're throwing yourself fully into what you're doing. Um, And again, like that tunnel vision, like focusing what you're doing in the moment. Um, So yeah. And the other thing, um, because he kind of, this artist was like, I don't know. I, I don't know how his songs were exactly related to mental health. I know that there was a music video that he did talking about masculinity, but just on that mental health topic, I had somebody say, if you're like walking down the street, you know, you, and, and okay, so hold on. You're from a distance and you see somebody, you know, walking down the street, you're not going to say, oh, hey, that's anxiety. You're going to say, oh no, that's grace. <laughs> so I thought, I was like, at first I didn't understand it, but it's like the whole point of like thinking like that is that you don't like do not identify with anything that you've been diagnosed with or anything that you believe that you have. So like I have anxiety, but I am working towards like not identifying with that and um, I guess losing my sense of myself despite the fact that like I do, I am sometimes like anxious. Um, so yeah, so just telling myself like I am grace, like I'm not anxiety and not my, I'm not my anxiety. So um, like, yeah, if you see somebody walking down the street, you're not going to identify them as a disorder or something that you see around with them. Like, no, they're like, you're a human, they're a human. Um, so yes, I really like kind of thinking about that little imagery. Um, And then back to music again. (laughs) So just because like I mentioned, I think at the beginning that my ears are just like buzzing. Um, But with music, and I had somebody in high school say to me, um, like music, I think it was music helps you heal. And like, it really, it really does. Um, But think of like, music as okay I'm kind of just gonna write read what I have written down so playing a recording of thoughts in your head um if you were to like play exactly what you think in your head out loud like if you're like making a dinner and instead of listening to music you're listening to what you say to yourself internally and you were to hear that out loud at least me I'd want to immediately turn that off because 
I wouldn't like it. So kind of just like <laughs> pretend right now if you were like thinking something negatively in your head, pretend to like that you weren't thinking it internally that you were like actually going to say it. And imagine how annoying that would sound to yourself, you know, like I think it's annoying to think the same things over and over and over again. Same thing with music. You don't want to hear the same loop over and over again. So just being mindful of that and being like, okay, I've thought about this situation or this person for like a very long time and it's becoming a negative loop. And how are ways that I can kind of, you know, shift my mind from or off this situation, this idea. And for me, it's like, it's different for everybody. I like just distracting myself um, and stepping out of like, I guess stepping out of my head, getting into things that really just consume me. That's why I love working out because it really like, it does keep me focused and it keeps me grounded. And it makes me realize like, when I'm in that moment, when I'm like intensely doing what I love, it's like none of those other things that I'm thinking about really matter. So yes, be mindful of what you're saying internally and pretend that you'd have to listen to it externally is basically my point. Um, And then back to kind of like I, I talked about how music can heal. And there's also like, I have another side to that too, a different way of thinking about it. So I don't know where I read this. I'm trying to remember. I forgot what book it was, but it was like, it's crazy, but we, um, there's not like, there's almost never a second in our day where we're in complete silence, except for when we're sleeping. And like, that can be dangerous sometimes, um, because we don't learn to become comfortable with the silence. So, um, yeah, I think that's really interesting that, you know, I, I think we need to give ourselves seconds of silence. Um, so, and like, give, give it to us through pre- periodically throughout our day where we're not like sitting doing work with no music. That's different. Like, like actually like sitting in silence and not like doing anything, just sitting. Because I think there could be times in our lives where we are like, forced in a you know like in a moment like that and just being like knowing how to kind of sit with yourself um and not like be like oh my gosh like what do I do and that I talked about that a little bit with one of my friends and she was saying how um she was so like when she went to school she wasn't used to that silence that like that's why she kind of picked up some bad habits because she didn't know what else to do except for what everybody else around her was doing. So, yeah. Um, And I always love to finish with some quotes and sayings. And I just picked up this brand new book called Whiskey, Words, and a Shovel. And I think it's the second. I read the first, um, like, I think it's a series. I read the first one and I liked it. So I got the second one. Um, And so there's two things that I wanted to read. Okay, so I'm going to read the second one first because I like that first one and I also have another quote to go along with it. So the title is Resolutions, Changing for the Better, Ready for Something Better. I love that. And I also, I think this was one of my old trainers who said like, and I I don't, people have probably heard this before, like don't wait until January to change your habits. Like, 
pretend like and everybody's so big about resolutions pretend like every day is like that January 1st like a new resolution don't wait to change um like change now for the better because because you want to be ready for something better um and the second like I don't know it's like a it's a poem (laughs) it's called it's called losing to gain we lose things to gain more and sometimes what we lose isn't a loss in time your heart will heal in time your heart will be ready once more but only for someone who is ready for you so i really really love that first kind of stanza that we can't look at things all the time as losses we need to look at them as gains because like i think of people in my life who for example have like passed away and how much of a loss that like it hurts and it is a loss but then i think of like the gains from something so like tragic or sad i'm like this also this brought my friends my family closer and I learned a lot out of this situation so like moving from it was a hard loss especially like um there was one okay this was at the very beginning of this uh book um you I just close it you kill your future by mourning your past and I think that's the same thing with um yeah like you kind of kill your future when you are seeing things from the past as losses instead of the positive things that you gained out of it. And I'm really big at like always not like obsessing about relationships, but going back and being like, these are things that I will, I learned and that I will carry into my next relationship. And these were things that I saw in this person that like, I, I don't know, are um, non-negotiables for me or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to add one more thing about that loss to gain kind of thing. This was something that I saw when I went to Rochester in the cafe that I actually recorded my last episode in. And I actually sent it to one of my friends and he was like, that's annoyingly that like that's annoyingly long. And I was like, it is long because it was like on um, it was like a, a board and it's long, but I think it is so good. So And it goes perfectly with what I just read. I believe that everything happens for a reason. People change so that you can learn to let go. Things go wrong so that you appreciate them when they're right. You believe lies so you'll eventually learn to trust no one but yourself. And sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. I think that is so beautiful. I don't know who said that. Again, it was just like a quote that it was like leaning against one of their water pitchers um but there's so many like if I were to like break each sentence down I think there's so many like good things to think about from them and I'm so big about like I say that over and again over again like um change is so important and then basically what the quote says is people change that you can learn to let go because like it's and it's totally normal to not be in the same friendships and relationships that relationships that you had as a child and that's it's very rare to have and it is like if that is something that you have like that is so beautiful but it's also on like sometimes it's uncommon and it's uncommon for a reason because people you know change so much throughout their lives and not saying that people who are friends from the time they were childhood don't change at all it's just like they're fortunate to have changed kind of at the same pace, maybe at the same time, 
or if not, learn to accept it. Um, and then things go wrong so that you can appreciate them when they're right. And like, that's the same people say over and over again, like, how would you know what like good, <laughs> actually, I don't know. This is something that I might've just made up. Hopefully you haven't heard this before, but how would you know what good weather is if you haven't experienced bad? And how would you know what good days are if you haven't had bad days? Um, and yeah, I try not to say like right or wrong, but you know, yeah. Um, you believe lies, uh, you believe lies, you'll eventually learn to trust. Oh my gosh. Well, that's the sentence, but it's kind of like, since I'm breaking up, you believe lies. So you'll eventually learn to trust no one but yourself. Um, and yeah, don't trust anybody other than yourself. Don't rely because like people, it's like people will disappoint you. And that's something that kind of you just learn over time but don't disappoint yourself because that is the most like hurtful disappointment when you let yourself down that's the worst feeling probably at least for me it's worse and it sucks when people that I'm close with let me let me down but when I let myself down I'm like that that really sucks and like it kind of can get me into a negative spiral and last thing sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together and that's the same thing that you won't know what good is without experience like hardship or going through those trial and errors so yeah <laughs> that's it for tonight um and I'm excited again for my um upcoming episodes with some exciting people that um I think I'll I'll at least have a lot to take away from hopefully when you listen you will too um but yeah thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your night bye